Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Text the show anytime on the SENSA text line. 0427 154 166. This is Saturdays in SA with Bryce Gibbs and Tom Lyon. Good morning to you here on Saturdays in SA. Uh, currently 20 degrees in the city. We're getting to a top of 25 later today. So the war- weather is certainly starting to fine up. Uh, Bryce Gibbs, Tom Lyon with you today. Uh, we're asking this morning um, depth chart, Crows and Port Adelaide sides. Uh, how deep does the squads run mm. um, and if you're going to get if they're going to get some injuries where are you going to be most vulnerable uh, so jump on the text line 0427 154 166 get us your thoughts obviously with Bruce McAvaney uh, being awarded life member uh, life membership to the AFL who are your best and favourite commentators over the last couple of decades 04 27154166. Let us know your thoughts. So we've got producer Jason who uh, yes. has put something together, which uh, taken a little bit of your thunder, Tommy, but uh, it's, no, I love I'm, it. I'm looking forward to seeing what you're about to dish up here, Jason. Well, Welcome to you this morning. Careful what you wish for, Bryce. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Now, before yep. we get to yes. it, the pitch in India is a real issue, isn't it? Is that illegal? What, well, what look, are the rules around uh, putting together a pitch like that? Look, let's let's be honest. Uh, every pitch in Australia has its own characteristics and we ramp them up sometimes compared to who we're going to play. Mm. So, uh, you know, if we go into a series here in Australia and we're playing the first test in Brisbane and we've got a strong bowling attack against a weaker, say, English batting lineup. We mm. may have a little bit more grass on it than might normally be the case. So let's not claim that we are completely not guilty in terms of mm. ramping up pitch conditions. But India takes it to a new level. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. When you start rolling half the pitch and watering patches of it and the pitch, uh, I think it was described, I heard it described by one of our SEN correspondents as a pitch that you could play checkers on um, because yeah. it was uh, changing in colours about three different parts of the pitch. So... Yeah, they definitely take it to a new level. But um, let's not dwell on the pitch itself because Rohit Sharma made a magnificent 100 on it the other day, uh, yesterday, and put uh, India in the box seat in that game. And we'll have more details on it later. But uh, Bryce, off the top of the show, you mentioned um, we shoot ourselves in the foot a little bit sometimes. Mm. Well, here's the thing, right? Uh, You could look at the selections for this test and you could go, Todd Murphy's come in, taking five wickets. That's like making 100 on Dubu. That's a win. That's a win. Tick. We give that a tick. Well done, selectors. Congratulations. But if you're a weatherman and you only get it right half the time, you're not a very good weatherman. No. And if you're a selector (laughs) and the fourth best batsman in the world can't make your team, you're an idiot! (laughs) Jeez, Jase. <laughs> wow, this is rem- reminiscent of Hughesy loses it. Do you remember that? Dave Hughes would just lose the plot. Getting some of those vibes, Jase. So you're not happy with the selections? I, I no. would say 99.9% of Australia are pissed with that. Uh, I would suggest that that's the case. I, I'm pretty sure our guest today, Chad Sayers, will have a bit to say on that as well. But yeah. look, I spoke to you through the week, Tommy, and I know you're a busy lad. Mm. Um, and 
uh, taking on the host role. You were f- world famous for your little songs in this particular show. We oh, had one yeah. last week. You put the pressure on me because he's, I, I said, I, I, surely we're going to do a song about the selection or non-selection of yeah. Travis Head. And you said, sorry, I haven't had time this week. And yeah, I'm like, under the pump, man. Geez, that's, oh, that's selfish of you, Tommy. Yeah. Come yeah. On. Well, I dove on the grenade, and and I am, uh, folks, I am no Tom Lyon. Can I just put that out there right oh, now? The, don't lower expectations. The please. vocal cords. Don't expect a Frank Sinatra esque performance here. Um, but oh, I don't know. I, I'm quietly okay with well, how this came up. He's happy with it. He's happy with uh, it. Jason, uh, we... I'm not not happy with the way it sounds. <laughs> From the vocal, it needed your vocals. What we've, what I've seen early on in uh, getting to know you, Jace, is you've got those creative bones in your body. You can, like a little magpie, you go gathering around the internet and picking up bits and bobs of information. So I'm looking forward to this. Neither Bryce or I have heard it yet. Uh, this is Jace's rendition of what's gone wrong with uh, the selection at this test. Another dumb thing. <laughs> wow, That's all I got, boys. Wow, Oh, we'll give him a well, round of applause. Yeah. yeah. Well Jesus done, Christ, Jace. That's um, <laughs> I I didn't mind that. That was uh, a bit. And for the crow to make an appearance in. A place that he shouldn't. <laughs> he just, just he's got nothing to do with cricket. Popped up there. I tell you what, up. no wonder we couldn't get a hold of him yesterday. Yeah. Trying to text busy. through what we wanted to uh, have ready for the show. He wouldn't get back to us because he was too busy recording that yeah, bad boy. It's under the pump. It's like God puts his hand on your brain and then you just let the rest happen. Now, look, uh, <laughs> that's that's your one week off. So you're back, <laughs> you're back in Okay. Next week. Well, next week uh, we can look forward to something Port Adelaide themed because I know we did something... Uh, to do with the crows last week, and I've got something very special coming I up. I want to see Chase. if you can work the crow into, into your Port Adelaide into a port song. That would be. I think we would lose our jobs. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's not allowed. But mate, uh, across Australia now, I know this is, was initially a niche sport, and and I know uh, a lot of people aren't really across it until about a year or two ago. But the UFC has exploded across the world, and particularly with our Australians, uh, Robert Whittaker and Alex Volkanovsky uh, committing to title fights, which means they are some of the absolute best in the world. Alex Volkanovsky is pound for pound, which means across all divisions, he is the best fighter right now going around. He's jumping up from the featherweight division into the lightweight division on Sunday. He's fighting Islam, who is from Russia. 
and uh, they beat him tough over there in Russia. He's a wrestler, but he'll knock you out if he gets a chance. Bryce, have you followed the UFC at all, or how, how do you have you watched it? Uh, not traditionally, no. no. It's not something that I've uh, followed closely over the years. But uh, I have been to a, a UFC fight, one when they held a bout in Melbourne. And it was Whitaker. He was yep. the, the main draw card that day. Um, and to be honest, I, like, I can watch it. I don't have a, a problem with that, watching it on the TV. But to be there live, mm. and, and we were sitting not too far from, from the octagon, or I think it was a... I think it was just a boxing um, ring yeah. uh, in in Melbourne that day, but uh, it was hearing the punches land yeah. on you know guys' jaws and knees to the the ribs. Like it was a very uncomfortable feeling, actually. Yeah, was, you know, seeing the claret coming get out, smashed out of their face, and it was a bit, it was a little bit disturbing. But um, <laughs> yeah, it's not uh, it's not something I've followed too well. But uh, I'm actually going to tune into this one. Yeah. It's uh, been a, a big build-up, um, and uh, he's going in 21 and one too. So yeah. um, there's obviously a lot of talk around that he, he could become one of uh, Australia's greatest athletes if he can. Yes. If he can uh, win this fight. Yeah, he's got a lot of grit and that Aussie determination about him, Alex Volkanovsky, and he's an exciting fighter to watch. He's very quick. It's very hard to get him down. Um, this is uh, some words from Israel Adesanya, who's also a world champ, uh, who's born in Africa, but he fights out of New Zealand, and he's talking about what he knows about Alex Volkanovsky as he's trained with him, if you're yet to sort of get your eyes and ears across it. I first met Alex Volkanovsky training in Thailand seven years ago. It wasn't his speed or skills that stood out. Nah, it was something else, something you can't see. Grit, determination. That's hard right there. You can't teach that right there. An unrivaled appetite for destruction. And on Sunday, live from Perth on main event, this Larocan from the town they call the Gong chases history at UFC 284. Already a decade undefeated, featherweight champion and the pound-for-pound best fighter in the whole damn world. Now, he steps up to the toughest division in the sport. They say Islam is too big, he's too strong. They don't know what I know. That despite all the glory, the fame, the championships and the money, my mate Volk's still the hardest worker in the room. So if, I don't know, if that doesn't get you excited, I don't know what does. Jace, are you going to tune into it? Do you follow it or not really? I am a huge UFC fan. Yeah. Um, and there is a local establishment down the Semaphore area that we'll, we'll be frequenting to watch this. Um, right. With uh, yeah, my, my son, who's also a bit of a UFC fan. So th- we've been waiting for this fight for a long time. We knew yeah. it was coming. Um, but uh, this Islam is, he's a beast. He's yeah. a beast. But Volkanovsky, as was just summed up beautifully in that little grab there, is something else. He is, uh, in a couple of his fights, one in particular, he was basically choked out yeah. um, and managed to worm his way out of it somehow. Even the commentary team uh, couldn't believe, Joe Rogan couldn't just couldn't believe how he managed to weave his way out of it and, and finish the fight. He is almost impossible to keep on the mat. Mm. So... And you've got the best grappler in the world versus the best striker in the UFC, best pound-for-pound fighter overall. So um, this is like Muhammad Ali versus Joe Frazier. Yeah. It's it's, it's that big. 
It's going to be huge. We'll be watching it. Uh, let us know if you're going to be watching it. Let us know who you think will be the winner. Uh, Volkanovski is odds on about $3.20, whereas um, Islam is about a dollar. 40 or something like that. So as he should be when you're wrestling bears as a kid. Yeah, um, yeah. What's up with that? Who wrestles a bear? I think we need it's to... legit. I've seen the footage. It's ridiculous. Bring a bit of that to our uh, parenting. Chuck him in with some bears, Bryce. Or oh, maybe Volkanovski's been wrestling some kangaroos when, yeah. uh, when he's been growing <laughs> Boxing up. Boxing kangaroos. So we can, we can, them getting we, around the goal. We can go toe-to-toe with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, up next, we're going to be talking to our good friend Chad Sayers. For the very first time, he's making his debut on the Saturday's in SA show. He's going to run us through his thoughts about the snake pit that is in uh, India and what's going on there and his emotions around Travis Head's uh, omission. We'll be back with you very soon with Chad Sayers.